Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's the Afternoon Underdogs on Cards Radio 790 KRD. Now, here's Tony Vanetti and Dave Jennings. All right, everybody. We were just finished talking about how old we are. Uh... I was at a party this past weekend. Yep, yep. It was a get-together. It wasn't a party. We weren't breaking any rules, Andy. How many people? Uh, 14? Oh. Is that pushing it? I thought Wait, we, last I, weekend it was up to 10. Whoa, whoa. No, 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 no. Oh, Andy, Andy. Okay, no, I'm sorry. Uh, it was no. nine. It was nine. Right. But we're, we're sitting in the house, and it started to rain, so we all moved inside, and the conversations were this. And mind you, these are the coolest people that I knew growing up, like in the 80s and 90s. And, and let me go ahead and say, the coolest people I knew were the coolest people in all of Louisville, period. So then we're standing there, and I'm talking to a cooler friend, than you, a friend of mine named Leslie and a friend of mine named Dave. No one was cooler than me. Let's just slow down. All right. Slow down, there's got to be someone. Dave. Uh, there's one person that was at that party that was cooler than me. That's Who, it. Who's that? Bill Murray? No, no. His name was Chris. Now, so I'm talking to Leslie and Dave, and we're talking about colonoscopies. Had two. And Leslie's talking about her experience and that they found a polyp that was precancerous. Yes. And they snipped it out, right? Dave talk, told, about, told me about his experience. And then I'm overhearing standing behind me is... Travis and Chris, and these were two of the coolest guys I know. They're flipping through their phones in a competition of who has the better flowers in their flower beds at their house. Is anybody having a cocktail at this point? Oh yeah, they're all drinking. Okay, so I'm like, uh, I'm like at this, and Jackie commented on the way home because the uh, the house was out in Taylorsville. So we're driving, we're driving home, and she's like, I could not believe the conversations we were all having. Yeah, and I was like, No, I know. You went, you went straight to being a grandfather. I know. And I said, you know what? I, I wear cardigan sweaters, and I'm, 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 I'm not proud of it. But and then Lululemon pants. And not, not too many people can pull off the Lululemon men's dress pants and a cardigan sweater. This didn't just happen this week. I went to a party years ago now uh, before I even met Becky, and it was at a buddy of mine's. It was going to be one of those old-time kind of parties. It's going to be a keg. Yeah, yeah. So I, I pull into the driveway, and I see the flat tables in the garage, and there's bottles of vodka and bourbon, and there's wow. a keg. Cool. I'm thinking, yeah, this is going to be fun, just like old times. Yeah. And then no one's around the bar, and I go, where is everybody? And there's John walking people around his house, showing him his new gutters and his <laughs> landscaping. Billy Prickett, this is what you have to look forward to in just a couple of years. What, when I own a home? <laughs> yes. It's, that's when it starts. You get the house, and that's where the slide starts, right? Uh, you got to sh- show off the new lawnmower yep, yep, when their yep. buddies come over, all right? And there's two different types of friends. One that has to have the most expensive lawnmower, and it's the best lawnmower. And then the other guy, which is who you need to hang out with, Billy, is the guy that goes, 
This baby's 13 years old, changed the spark plug in the, in the carburetor last summer, getting number 14 out of it. That's me. We've got about eight years on our there little you Honda go. walk behind. There you go. And I've got 255,000 miles on that baby right out front. Billy, hang out with the guy, the second guy. And the other, and the other one is the car. Oh, I got, uh, this, this baby's 10 years old and I got 300,000 miles on it. That's who you need to hang out with. Don't hang out with the keep up with the Joneses guys. Cause those couples will ruin your life for you. Yeah, I guess so. I'm looking forward to the day where I actually uh, enjoy going to like Home Depot and, and looking at that stuff because now it's just <laughs> such a drag. But I feel like every dad in America just looks forward to his Sunday Home Depot trip. <laughs> no, not me. I, I'm a write-a-check guy. Oh, no. I love going to Home Depot. All right. Uh, is the other Billy on the line yeah, with let us? Me, let me get him on. You okay. know, I'm still That's cool. All right. So... We just heard a couple of hours ago from Jefferson County Public Schools, and we'll talk to Marty. Um, he is now, they are now considering pushing back the school year two weeks. That's August 26th. So what is that? How does that affect sports? Well, you normally do not play sports if you are not in school. Well, here's what I would like to have happen. Let's go back to our old calendar and start early September right after Labor Day. Right. And then go into, yeah. I mean, let's even end at the end of May. I'm yeah. fine with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's do that. Yeah. So let this be an excuse to have the old calendar come back. They are already considering pushing uh, this thing back two weeks. Now, Clay County School System and Russell Independent School System in Flatwoods, Kentucky, have both suspended athletic activities for two weeks. They have decided, eh, we're going to hold off for a while. As as we begin this conversation with the Billy and Billies here on the Afternoon Dogs delivered by Papa John's. Make sure you head to the website, papajohns.com. Picks for six, several different items there. You pick out at least two. They're $6 each. And I finally saw the commercial for Shaq's new pepperoni pizza. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. That's a oh big my. one. Oh, my is right. Oh, oh my is my. right. The uh, Shaqaroni. Uh, and it's all pepperonis, and it's larger than the family size pizza. That is a. We all started laughing when we saw it and said, "We're ordering a. Uh, we're ordering that. You have to. You have to." All right, Billy and Billy. We'll start with Billy Rutledge. How are you, sir? I'm doing good, guys. Thanks for having me on again. Of course. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Um, how is the world in Lexington? How is everything going there? You all are fully open. Restaurants, pools, everything. Uh, yeah, as far as I know of, we're going to hear from Bashir again today as he now does his updates on Tuesdays. So we'll hear a little bit more. I know that cases are rapidly on the rise across the country, maybe not in Kentucky, but, yeah, you know, the outlook of sports just seems to change by the day. I heard you mention in some of these high schools that are canceling athletic activities, and I expect more to happen, Tony. I really do. I think it'll get worse before it ever gets better. Any protests still happening there? Any any talk of renaming things, tearing statues down? Any anything happening in Lexington like that right now? Uh, there has been a contingent of people downtown. Uh, what seems like every day, uh, it hasn't gotten to any violence levels, and have seemed to have been pretty uh, peaceful so far. But here in Lexington, I, you're still seeing some of the effects, but you're not seeing any uh, shattered windows or or any looting like that. Uh, Haley McNogue from WHAS 11 
says she has uh, she asked uh, University of Kentucky. I don't know who she talked to. She didn't put in her tweet, uh, but I'm sure sh- I'm sure some administrator in uh, either the university part or the athletic part of whether they were going to take or they were going to get rid of Rupp Arena because of uh, rumors that uh, Adolf Rupp was was racist. Uh, so uh, that is that's been a discussion that they've had uh, every couple of years. It comes it, it comes around. I, what do they cite when I they say that? Because I obviously yeah. work with Joe B. Hall for several years, and he has a very different impression of Coach Rupp having played for him and worked with him. Uh, over his years, he has a very uh, a different perspective on Coach Rupp. I'll try and get him on maybe tomorrow if yeah, I can to, to talk about you. that. But I'd, what do people cite? I, I don't I don't really know what that is. I, uh, I asked a, a guy that played at U of L in the early nineteen or late nineteen seventies. I texted him and asked him, "Hey, you know, was he racist?" Because I don't I don't know. the guy retired before I was what time, what year did he retire? Seventy seven, seventy six. When did Joe B take the job? Joe B took over in 74, 75? something like that. Okay, so he, I was five when Rupp retired. I, I don't know Rupp. I don't know any stories. The other part of this story, Billy and Billy, will we'll go to Billy uh, Prickett. Grew up in Northern Kentucky. Um, the other side of that is that you don't want to mix the the bias of basketball in it, right? Is, you know, there's a place for U of L to U of L fan to might say he was a racist when he wasn't. Uh, you, you're so young, you wouldn't even know any stories of, of Rupp Arena or Adolph Ruff, would you? Yeah, that, that's the thing is that it's all just kind of folktale to us that you know us youngins that were never around for the Adolph Rupp days. We've all heard the stories, and I think really the only thing that that I've seen on it, uh, kind of in detail, is in that movie. Um, I oh, believe go- it's Glory go- Road. Glory, Glory Road. Road. Yes, yeah, that's it. Um, and you know, he's he's portrayed as somebody that might come off as a racist to a lot of people in that movie. Um, and we all know, you know, the storyline of that movie and everything kind of kind of pushes towards that as well. So it, it, there's no way for us to really tell because we we didn't live in that era and we didn't see what went on. And and frankly, that era back then it, it was a different way of life, unfortunately, than than we see in 2020 today. Coached at UK till 72. All right, 72. Passed away in 1977. Oh, wow, wow. Um, yeah, I don't know what was in his heart, uh, and basically that's what the U uh, of L player said. I, I can't tell you what was in his heart that he didn't have any experiences. And this guy played at U of L in the late seventies, early eighties, so he was just like, I don't, I couldn't tell you. I know there were efforts to integrate, and they tried, and there were several players that are like, I would love to play here, but I, I don't want to be the first one. I, right. I don't want to go through that. And I heard a lot they of were able stories. to do it. Yeah, I, I heard a lot of stories that Adolph Rupp wanted to integrate, but. They, the school, there was a lot of people, there was a movement that like, uh, no, you're not. Uh, the SEC was, was not, so your conference you were in. Uh, all right, Billy, uh, you, it sounds like, uh, Billy uh, Rutledge, it sounds like you are on the same path as I am. Yesterday, I'm officially in the camp that football will not happen, including college football. I will believe it when I see it. Uh, the numbers are now getting ridiculous. There is now a movement. Here's my question for you. There's a uh, Boomer Esiason is throwing out this theory that college football teams are trying to get that herd uh, immunity immunity where uh, you get everybody exposed to COVID-19 and then we're clear. Uh, covering two of those topics, do you think that's even a thing or is that just a Boomer Esiason that's insane? Oh, it is a thing. I just don't think that's realistic for us to get everybody infected with the disease within the next few months so we feel safe to be playing it. Um, you know, honestly, Tony, and we've talked about this and how we flip-flop our opinion on this every single day, if I was a parent of a child attending the University of Kentucky or the University of Louisville, I would not feel comfortable 
with them playing football this fall. <laughs> now, that uh, seems like a crazy opinion to a lot of people, especially when you look at the death rates uh, of younger people, where it doesn't seem very high. If there's going to be a whole segment of this population that's not going to be that negatively impacted by it, then why not go ahead and play it? But I look at it as one life is as important as another. And if it's gonna, if we're going to keep getting these cases, we're going to go to 100,000 cases a day potentially, and millions of people are dying, I, I just don't think it's worth it. I'm starting to lean towards your side, Tony, but I'm not ready to say it. I, I just I think that the professional sports will go through with it. There will be an attempt, even though I think some people may or may not play or there may be some hang-ups along the way. But I, I severely in doubt the college football season, at least starting on time, because it seems like this mask issue is more important to some people than keeping the, the country safe and sports coming back on time. No, I'm with you. We don't know all uh, all we need to know about this. Some people are going to sit it out, but one player, Rudy Gobert, he was the guy that kind of started this. He said he's still not fully recovered. Now, he doesn't feel weak or anything. He still doesn't have a sense of smell. So that's the one thing we don't know, Bill, is um, is there any long-term lung damage? Yes, you're going to survive, and you may not know your symptoms, but is there any sort of long-term physiological damage that could hamper your ability to get another big contract. And some guys that have money in the bank on our set aren't going to take that chance. Other guys that are paycheck to paycheck aren't going to care. Yeah, I think that's the biggest question in that, you know, the the protection of their families and also the long-term effects of what this could have on us because that that's the main thing that's unknown right now. Sure, you're you're in the best shape of your life, you're young, you're a professional athlete. You're likely going to beat this, uh, but what happens if one of your weaker family members gets it? What happens if it affects your lungs down the road and you know 3 years from now you can't, you know, stay in for a series of football? Uh, so so I think that's the biggest thing and just talking to that herd immunity got thing you guys were talking about too, I, I was listening to Colin Coward before you guys came on, and he, he made a great point that if that's going to be the case, then you know now's the time to, to get infected, basically, and then quarantine for two weeks and, and then get right into it, as far as you know, for, for college football and that, all that goes. Now, whether that is realistic you know, remains to be seen or not, uh, but as far as football kicking off, I, I'm, I'm with Billy here. I think the NFL will kick off just because all the money it has attached to it, not to say that college football does not, but it's not a professional sport, uh, and you have young kids playing there. So uh, the college football season is very much in doubt, but I think NFL kicks off week one without fans in attendance, of course. All right. Uh, first of all, I agree. I, I like uh, Colin Cowherd and his thoughts on that. But the misconception that this is a, oh, two weeks and you're done is a lie. You have to pass, how many, is it four? Do you have to have four uh, negative tests before you are cleared by the doctor? It is not, oh, you, you tested negative? Well, you're good. You right, can go right. back out. That's not true. You have to pass certain amount of tests, and then they wait a little while. They test you again, and then you are okay to go out to, to to the public. So this isn't just oh, you can wait two weeks and you're done. The other side of this thing is, I think you're right. I think the NFL might get off and 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 get to play. But here's my question to you, Billy Rutledge: Are you going to watch? You know, NBA is rushing down to Orlando. We're going to try to play these stupid games that are three or what is it? Four months after you canceled the season to try to. Finish Finish the playoffs in Disney World when you hear most of the lineup. You saw the Brooklyn Nets. None of the Brooklyn Nets starters are going to go to Orlando. All right, so you're rushing to play. You're going to put all these players in danger for games no one's going to watch. Are you watching a Brooklyn Nets versus the Lakers? 
uh, when half the starting lineups aren't playing? Is that really what we're going to do? Are you going to watch that, Billy? Night one, you're damn right I am. I'm going to be watching every single <laughs> game that's playing. Oh, but yeah. uh, on, if you want me to answer honestly, you know, a month down the road, probably not, Tony. Um, you know, I'll probably check in for the playoff games and for the big name stars, but I may revert back to the, you know, the casual sports. We were primed for a pretty big fall, right? Whether it be the kickoff, the NFL, the Kentucky Derby, college football, it was going to be unprecedented what we were going to see in sports. But if we can't get it together then we're not going to have half of that. And what we do see on TV is going to be a, a different result than what we expected. Look, I think that college administrators and coaches have already played their hand here. And it, it may be a bad example, but when Mike Gundy said that, we got to get these student-athletes on campus so that this school can make money. Did you see how much the city of Tuscaloosa, Alabama, is going to lose if they don't play college football this year? Two billion dollars. Whoa! I mean, there's so much at stake that these schools are having to cut. Um, it is. They're having money. to cut sports. They're having money. to cut money. I mean, they're cutting all these money. things. Yeah. Football really does run a lot of these universities, and they're going to risk the health of these young student athletes for them to make the bottom dollar. That's yeah. a good point on these towns because a lot is. of these college towns, there's nothing going on. That's right. If something's now, when there's a game in town, all the hotels are sold out, all the restaurants are packed, all the bars are packed. And that packed. feeds over to Birmingham and everywhere else because it's closed. So they all, so they, you stay wherever you can. Why in God's name would you go to Tuscaloosa if not to go to a college football game? Right? Bingo. Yeah, yeah exactly right. <laughs> hey, where do you want to go this year? I don't know. Our Tuscaloosa is nice this time of year. What? Either one of you guys, sports, video game guys? Oh, uh, I'm, you I'm mean huge yeah. into Madden. Esports? Uh, Madden broke my heart, but I still got the NCAA 14 copy that people are still trying to get. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Did you ever play the original NBA Jam? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Did you, he- Did you hear what happened? It is rigged. <gasps> yeah, I, I did hear this. Go on. Yeah, the game is uh, not good for Bulls fans, especially when you play the Pistons. Lead designer Mark Turmel admitted it was rigged against the Bulls. Why? Because the Bulls started their run, and one of those games came at the expense of the Pistons. He's from Detroit and put in code that would ensure that any last-second shot from a Bulls player against the Pistons would miss. His way of getting back, Damn. he said. Damn. I mean, I love it, and uh, as well, as we learned from the Michael Jordan documentary, that really was the reason why Isaiah Thomas was left off the dream team because of that bad blood, not just between Jordan, but you know, Bird and yeah. Magic, and that was I, man. I just wish the NBA was like that, don't you guys? Just when people were hitting each other and you couldn't enter the paint without a foul, being yeah. I mean, it was just a different time. And oh, yeah. uh, this is where I reminisce on the afternoon underdogs, right? No, I mean it was. We would sit, my friends would come over, we watched NBA all day on Sundays, and we just watched it all day. And then, you know, we would randomly go to the bar and watch these games because every team was good. I mean, the Knicks and the Bulls and the Portland Trailblazers, you literally would go, I'll do, the Trailblazers are playing the Supersonics tonight. And that, believe it or not, the Supersonics versus the Trailblazers in the mid-90s was a humongous game. The Rockets were good during that stretch. The Rockets. had a dozen solid They won two titles. Now you've got like four. Yes. No, the Lakers, the Celtics, you name it, they were a good team. I mean, and they were not just good. They were loaded top to bottom, and they would also punch you in the face to get to the rim. It was great. (laughs) 
It was great. It was great. Um, okay, on that note, I will say I I'd mentioned the Brooklyn Nets. This is the list of players that aren't traveling to Orlando. Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, DeAndre Jordan, Nick uh, Claxton, and Wilson Chandler. All those guys are not going to Orlando. At least the stars will still be there. <laughs> right. But you mean, I mean, why uh, even play? Why even play at that point? That, that's what I'm saying. And then who's going to watch that game? I I just don't. I don't. I don't. I don't buy it. Uh, okay. So um, we we decided college football is up in the air right now. College basketball. I, do we even starting on college basketball? Let college football first of all. Both of them. Let's start them after the first of the year. You can find a way to have a shortened season and make it work. Yeah. Let's get through the holidays. Let's see what happens with the potential vaccine. All right, guys. Yeah, I'm with that. I mean, the only thing you're into there is that, you know, in, in January, it's it's pretty cold at some of these schools. You know, even here in Louisville, uh, we're playing outside at, at Cardinal Stadium. It could be snowing and, you know, 10 feet of snow, whatever. Yeah. So that, I think that's the main thing you run into there if you push it off. But, but I, I mean, if there is a way to fit a season in, I think they're going to make that happen in some way. What that looks like, who knows. Our two big stories involving the Patriots. First of all, for their latest uh, cam incident involving a camera, they were fined $1.1 million, lost a third-round pick. Then they signed Cam Newton, one year, possibly $7.5 million. Talk about both Cam's Billy Rutledge. Well, what took so long, first of all, for the second Cam? Uh, it seemed like the match made in heaven with what the free agent market was and, and Cam Newton becoming available. I think this is a good fit. Uh, simply because I think anybody can fit to the Patriots, right? Um, this is a free agent signing, so I'm not worried about Cam Newton adjusting to the Patriot way because he's telling me that he's already agreed to it and he's already probably talked to some people about what kind of sacrifices that he and many players make to, to win a Super Bowl, and that's what's left on Cam Newton's resume. I think that I think I've said on this show that the Patriots would be a team that may not make the playoffs, but if Cam is healthy, and that's a big if, Dave, I think they got as good a shot as any to win the AFC East along with the Buffalo Bills like they have been doing. Now, the other cam I think is pretty interesting for one of the results of it. Uh, I think it is that the Patriots broadcast team can't do a single game for the entire next year, which seems like an unprecedented um, thing to do. And also a third-round pick. You know Bill Belichick. That's a third-round pick for the Patriots can be a Hall of Famer in 10, 15 years. So I think it does hurt them. And it will shy away from some people trying to shoot cameras, but we know the most important one, Cam here is Cam Newton, and I think it really does. It's really going to be good. I think if they can design the offense around Cam like North Turner did back in 2018, Cam was putting up some of the best numbers he had, throwing it to McCaffrey. So I think you would see a similar offense in New England. Yeah, I, I, I think that he is going to thrive in New England. I think if you it, it look, all these quarterbacks, they're better quarterbacks when they have the right OC and the right system. It's end of story. You put the wrong the right quarterback in the wrong system, it's a disaster, and the blame always goes to the quarterback. You're going to give this Cam Newton's just a once in a lifetime sort of uh, sort of talent. The size, he can throw it, he can run it. If he's anywhere healthy. He, Belichick, the devil, will find this really interesting way to be able to make him really effective. It is a nightmare for everyone else in that conference. It's like, ugh, are you serious? It will work. It will work. Is Cam going to start from week one, Billy Prickett? 
Oh, yeah, w- without a doubt. I mean, you're looking at Jared Stidham as, as his competition, a guy who has hardly played any football, and when he did, he threw a pick six. I mean, that's not to say Jared Stidham can't be a good quarterback someday, but we're talking about a former league MVP here compared to somebody that has played one drive of meaningful football in their life. So, yeah, Cam Newton's going to start. I-, I think Billy made a great point uh, that he played he played really well with Christian McCaffrey, and New England has a ton of running backs that can catch well in the backfield. James White comes to mind. Rex Burkhead comes to mind. Uh, so that offense is going to fit him well, and Bill Belichick being the, the mastermind that he is is going to create a, a great system and a great offense around him as he has done for his team the last you know two decades. All right, Lou City FC. I've just got this from Lance. Uh, Lou City FC at Lynn Stadium, July 12th at 5 p.m. Uh, it is half the capacity, correct? Uh, they are now going to require wearing masks. They, they are, it's, it's going to be on ESPN2. All right, so it'll be on national television. But you're cool with wearing it. Are you too cool? If you're going to go to the game, you're cool with wearing the mask the whole time? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't know what freedom's being stripped from me because I'm wearing a mask to protect others, but absolutely. Why wouldn't I wear a mask? I just feel like not enough people have that mindset. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, and if that's asking me to go to, to football games or whatever, if that's the requirement, I'm going to do it. Um, you know, if, if it was my choice, I would probably choose not to, if I'm being completely honest. But if it's a requirement, I'm going to throw a mask on. If I can enjoy a sports game and that's the price I have to pay, then that's no price to pay at all at the end of the day. I, I, I think people are going to wear them when they go in. And I think they're going to get a beer. Yeah. And I think they're going to, I think they're, because you'll see it sometimes in a store to where they're hanging, it's hanging off one ear and it's kind of hanging towards their chest and they're talking for a while or they pull it down and they're talking and then they pull it back up a couple minutes later. I think it is going to be loosely enforced. Uh, I think, I think people are going to wear them in. And then I think when they get a hot dog or an ice cream, they're going to take the mask down and they're going to eat. There's a picture of somebody on an airplane making the rounds on the Internet where they're leaning back and someone took the shot as the mask was pulled up over their eyes so they could sleep. Oh, I saw that picture. It's been turned into a meme, which is fantastic. It was to be a heavy guy with a Trump hat. If if it's 95 (laughs) degrees out, though, and I have to wear a mask for three hours, I'm probably not doing it. Yeah, it it depends on the mask. Here's the advice I tell everybody, and my daughter starts working tomorrow, and she's working outside for eight hours. I said, we have about four different designs of masks in this house, and they're how thin they are to how thick they are. And the thick ones are tougher, obviously, to get through. So I said, look, you need to find the mask that's comfortable for you so for eight hours you're not struggling right. with this thing. So we're, we're going to go through that. And I think that's what people are going to have to decide when they get to the stadium, too, which mask is most, most comfortable for you. Now, does she you. have, like, a fashion mask? No, no, she's not a fashion girl. She's barely. That's you know, good. She doesn't have a blow dryer. It's not an issue. She's fine. Um, okay. Uh, so, boys, um, we appreciate you, Billy Rutledge, doing your thing in Lexington. Uh, and I uh, hope you get home soon and, and uh, keep on doing what you do over there, brother. Yeah, guys. Thanks for having me on. And, and have a good Fourth of July weekend. All right, man. You too. Right. We're so, off Friday. Yeah, we are. And I'm off the next week. Oh, so. you are. That's right. You're doing it again. Another d- 10 day Another damn. Another 10 day. Son of a. Then we got four more weeks to figure out after that, too. Yeah, I know. After that, too. So, in my hand, don't get too jealous. Okay. What this is right here, Tony. Oh, really? Okay. You, you jest, and you kid me about this. Right. This right here is official 
ownership oh. correspondence oh. for the Green Bay Packers. Oh, oh, oh gosh. No, you note the logo. Witness. I see, I see the logo, and it says vote on it. It says lock in your vote. What are you voting Save for? your ownership. What are we voting? The people that are going to run the team. Oh, stop. So I'll I'll open this up, or you can open it up because you can't do All right, this. Let me let me open, let me. I'm not supposed to open this. No, I, I wanted you to. Oh, okay. Oh, I can't do it as the owner of the Steelers. No. So I want to give you the thrill. Your name's on it, David A. Jennings, eleven two. Well, I shouldn't say your address. No, don't do the address. Okay. Yeah. Green Bay Packers shareholder. It and, says, and this whole pre-sorted thing that doesn't mean there's a ton of them. That just means U.S. postage special. paid by Lambeau Field. Mm-hmm. Lock in your vote. So, okay, let's let's open this thing and see. Uh, let's see what you're voting. And this is just for who's running the team. It's typically about the board. Yeah. How many people vote? Ooh, this looks official. Thank you. This looks official here. Okay. All right. It There's says a cover letter. It says, "Dear sucker." I mean, uh, dear Dave. Yes. All right, so you're supposed to vote. You don't know any of these people, though. This is the board of directors. Yes. So we can vote for any of them or all of them, whatever we decide to do. Okay. So I don't know if Barbara Webster is still a good fit or Dexter McNabb, but we'll have to look into that. Oh, wow. Look at this. Look Look at at that. Oh, my gosh. Notice of annual meeting, shareholders right there. Oh, can you go to this meeting? You used to be able to. They would have tickets. Let's see if there are still tickets. Oh, is there tickets in there? They Oh, they probably didn't do it this year because of COVID. (laughs) Scam. Um. Oh, yeah, virtual meeting. Oh, yeah, virtual meeting. Yeah. Normally, there's like eight tickets, and you can go to Lambeau, and you can tour, and you can sit in on the meeting. Wow. All that that for almost 300 bucks. $250. $250. Okay, let's let's just say the Steelers were as cool as the Packers. Not a chance. And they decided to be publicly held. No. And you had the opportunity for $250 to be a shareholder. No, I'm answering. And have it. I'm answering. Yeah, the answer is no. You've got to think of all it. But if you act right now, no. then you get these meetings no, to I get don't to care. go to. I have, enough, I have enough Steeler gear. I don't need some fake ownership uh, certificate. Yeah, it's not fake. No, so, Green Bay is different because it is owned by the community, right? Yep. That's how you know it will never move out of, out of that town because it's owned by the town. Yeah, the bylaws are set up somehow that if anybody tried to sell it, that all the money goes to like an Elks Lodge or how something. How did that happen? I don't know how they pulled it off. I've got a new book I've got to read. It'll kind of get into that. God, that would be awesome if all the teams were like that. Yes. And the, and the money. So the money that Green Bay Packers generates goes to the town? It would. It's set up so that if somebody tried to sell it, yeah. that one person or group wouldn't get it. It would go to like an Elks Lodge. Oh, my so God. So it like, said it'd get $2 billion to some Elks Lodge, which oh isn't going to happen. It'd be the nicest damn Elks Lodge in the world if they did. Unbelievable. So, yep. All pretty, right. Pretty cool. All right. Um, How did that feel? Uh, oh, I was inspired. I would think so. I was inspired. Thank, uh-huh. thank you for giving me the honor. You're welcome. To opening your mail. You're welcome. We're all wearing gloves, by the way. All right. <laughs> we're not. We're not sharing mail, Andy. <laughs> all right, man. Short break. We are the afternoon underdogs. He's Dave Jennings. I'm Tony Vinetti. We are delivered by Papa John's. Check him out at PapaJohns.com. Back after this on 790. The NBA is considering delaying the broadcast. Like, our show is on a, is it seven seconds or longer? If you combine digital with traditional, it's like 17 seconds. Okay, At least across the hall it is. Okay, so 12 to 17 seconds, depending on what time of day it is or how many last, when's the last time you used the dump. We can dump, so it's if you... Kind of a personal if question, you, right? If you, uh, if you, uh, if you curse, because you're norm, you have, you got a mouth like a sailor. 
So something's coming out of there. We've got to dump it. I almost never curse. I know. It's a joke. So you curse, and we've got set the Billy back in the studio has 17 seconds to hit the button. Right. So NBA said, we're since there's no crowds going to be at the Orlando, we are going to have to have a very significant delay. The problem is if it works... <laughs> It works the way ours does. So what happens is when you hit the delay button, that'll chop the audio 17 seconds, catch it within there. It'll sound awkward on the air. Right. You'll go from one thought to another. Right. But then the delay has to build back slowly. Otherwise, it'll be like the chipmunks. So if it came back all the way, be like, well, there we go. And then go over here. You can't hit it back to back. You, but it builds slowly. Right. So if somebody swears, you hit the dump button, and two seconds later they swear again. Right. Probably not going to catch it. Now, uh, uh, Billy Prickett's in the studio with us. Um, that We used to not have the dump button at all. Like, we just went live. We were just live all the time. So there, if, if there was something that was said, it went out there. But now the FCC says if you have the ability to not get that out there right. and you don't take it, you're going to big trouble. Yeah. Yeah. So the NBA says we're going to have to have that delay working So uh, because the trash talk and the bad mouth is going to be a problem. And all the gosh darn it's and right. nice shot. I'm wondering if... Your this, mother is a wonderful person. This tw- this Twitter uh, guy is like, I wonder if there's a premium option so we can get the uncensored version of the NBA. Oh, there should games. be where you have one of those boom mics right. on the corner right. and you yeah. just follow the players around. You won't need it. It's empty arena. You're going to hear the squeaking of the tennis yep. shoes, much less what they're saying. That'll be weird. And th- let me tell you, I took... Uh, who is the uh, who is the coach of Providence? Not uh, oh gosh, the Friars, right? The Providence Friars, right, right. He's an African American. He's the taller guy, big dude. Oh. He's got that the the hair thing in the back of his head. Mm. You know who I'm talking about? Yes, I do. It's Providence, right? I don't know. Let me look. Okay, him up. let's say it's Providence. Um, pretty sure it's Providence. I took John to Freedom Hall, and we sat in Terry Minor's seats, which were – it's on the front row. It was the front row of Freedom Hall. And he's he's coaching, I think, the – is it the Friars? Ed Cooley is the coach at Providence. Okay, maybe that's him. He does say he's got kind of funky colored hair. He's got the funky hair. So um, he he is cursing. He's MFing. It is the, – the language he was using – John was about five or six years old. By the way, Cooley has a skin condition. Okay, that's what I was asking. Which, which has the bald spots. So right, right. That's so, right. Who I, so that's him. He can't help it. Don't make fun of his hair. I'm not making fun of his I hair. I said not. he's got a thing with his hair. So uh, he cursed like it was nonstop for the 40 minutes of the game. It was MFers. He was calling his own players MFers. It was, it was unbelievable. Like, you know me. I I love a good person that could weave some cuss words. We've got a friend that can take the F word, make it the object of the sentence, yeah. the action, the verb part of the sentence, yes. an adjective. Yes. There'll be 20 words. Poetry. 14 of them are F-bombs. Yeah, it's poetry. Yet he tells the story. And yes. you understand the story. That's exactly right. So It's a gift. I, and, and I enjoy that. But this was unbelievable. I say this. I mean, it was 40 minutes of the game. It's not just the players. It's the coaches that are cussing. And Rick Pitino, so many F-bombs got on our broadcast. It was, uh, they could never catch them because he had so many of them because when it was starting to come that quiet, and you'd hear Rick coaching, and the cuss words were flying. Yep. 
So I think that is hilarious that they're going to try to catch the NBA on these empty arena games. It's going to be weird just hearing the sneakers squeaking in people's voices. I remember we would do shows once in a while at a grocery store, maybe a Kroger or something. We'd do a live remote, Mm -hmm. and since we're in there, it seemed fine to us. People listening on the air are like, all I hear are scanners. Beep, 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 oh. scanners. So I'm trying to listen to you guys, but I can't because yeah. all I hear are the damn scanners. Right, yes. All right. It's going to be weird. The damn sneakers. It was hot yesterday. It's a good story. It was hot yesterday. Thank you for yeah, that. You're welcome. Uh, it was, you good storied yourself. I know. That was big of you. As I'm wrapping up, I'm like, why bother with that one? Right, why are you going Squeaky there? Squeaky yeah, uh, shoes and the not scanners. Not everything's a boom, boom. Right? I know. You, know, you, know? you got to, every once in a while, i got to throw one out in yeah, the dirt. that's okay. right. Uh, so it was hot yesterday. I noticed. It was it was sticky hot. So worst day of the year. It so was. Far. I agree. So the air that you can wear. What type of drinks are good for hydration and which ones aren't? You you go. Give me the ones that are good for hydration. Uh, the obvious. Number one's got to be water. Water's number one. I would think the Gatorades of the Sports world. Sports drinks number two. Um, people talk about chocolate milk after workouts. Yes. I'm not sure about hydration. Uh, milk is good for hydration. Oh, milk is good. Uh, but they also say tea. Okay. And coffee. Really? Even though, why would you want to? But I've seen people stand on a, a, a in a parking lot when it's 104 degrees, oh. drinking a tall, hot glass of coffee. We go over to the Crestwood Walmart to shop sometimes, yeah. and there's right there at the I-71 interchange is a Starbucks. And it'll be 100 degrees outside. Yeah, there's yeah. 40 cars on the drive-thru line. Yes. Yes. Waiting to have an $8 cup of coffee. Yes. I don't get it. I need a frozen margarita at that point. Here is what's bad for you. Those energy drinks are not good. No, no, no. They're just not healthy at all, much less when it's a hot day. They always say alcohol is bad, but you know what? Sometimes after mowing the lawn, cold beer is all that will do. Uh, your body is lying to you. Yes. When you, you crack that beer open and it's just you are just drenched in sweat. So it's what you're saying, if it's that old movie... Or maybe it's Ishtar or something, and you're you're going through the sand, and you're looking for anything to drink, yeah. and then you happen upon is that is that an oasis? No, wait a minute, that's a that's a beer cart girl with the coldest beer I've ever seen. Yes, and you reach out and you touch the cooler, and it, it's real. Yeah, it's real. And then she offers you an ice cold beer of your choice, right? The kind of beer where there's tiny little ice crystals forming. It's that cold, right? And you're supposed to say. Sorry. That's not good that for my hydration. My doctor said it's bad for hydration. <laughs> I always say this. Uh, I give this advice for newlyweds. Oh, no. I always say you brought up walking through a desert. So I say, look, marriage is like walking through a desert in only one way. There are there are fake finish lines for marriages, right? So, hey, I got engaged. It's a finish line. Nope. Hey, I got married. That's a finish line. Nope. And when you're walking through a desert, you see these mirages. They're like, oh, it's right there. That's where the finish line. That's where the oasis is. That's where water is. And you get up to it. It was a mirage, right? So marriage, in some ways, is like walking through a desert. When you have a child, oh, that's a finish line. I'll be an adult now. No, that's not when you're an adult. An adult, that's not how the process works. So all these fake finishes, finish lines, right? Right, right. And you have to embrace the process and the journey. It is not about getting getting to your first child. So you're, you're embracing the slow dehydration death. <laughs> yes, yes. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's how I... Enjoy the moment? Yes, I, this is my toast at weddings. Um, so... <laughs> What a tool. <laughs> did, 
They're like, you took her for a test drive before the wedding, right? Uh, huh, huh, huh? You don't want to find out tonight. Well, you did. Uh, someone oh. else did, too. That's right. And by the way, you're in for a good night. Some of us know the bride. Uh, and some of us know the bride. You're in for a good night. All well, right. As long as you brought up hydration. Yeah. I know you've changed your diet. Yeah. So there, there's this place called the Blue Zone. I'm not sure exactly what it is. Okay. But people that live for a long time live in the Blue Zone. Ooh, okay. What? So they live to be 100 or longer, oh, okay. and it's fairly common. Okay, all right. I'm not sure where exactly the Blue Zone is on the globe, but there's one thing they all have in common. Okay, their diet's full of greens, whole grains, nuts, very little animal products, which is what you're going to do right now. Okay. But there's one thing, they're all-star food. And this expert here says that it can probably, this was a global wellness summit, beans. Dan Butner said, after studying the world's longest living people, Shut up. that the people that live the longest in the blue zone no. eat at least one cup of beans every single day. A, what kind of beans? It doesn't say. Full cup, not half cup, full cup of beans. Could be dried, could be canned. Go for the low-sodium option. Add some protein in. Beans. Beans, beans, the musical fruit. I know that there is a province in uh, Japan, not a province because that's China, right? So there's uh, maybe there's a province in Japan. There might be. Okay. Well, there's in the mountainous regions of Japan, it seems like almost everyone out of these villages lives to be not just 100, but 110, 15, 20. It's the sake. It might be the sake, but it's also they eat a certain kind of root or whatever. But they're a high, they're a fish and and yeah. sort of Mediterranean side of, uh, type uh, diet. But the Pacific Rim is what I'm talking about. So, um, you know, it, the thing is, you want to live. We just talked about Carl Reiner, 98 years yep. old. 98 sounds great if you're healthy. If you're one of those guys that sound like this and they're always... That's like when people say, you know, Dave, all the cocktails, that might take a couple of years off your life. Yeah, those are the bad ones. It's the end. Those are the, those are the, the, those are the drooling, pooping it's on the, myself that's years. That's right. That's the back end. I'm doing myself a favor. Yes. By cutting off those crappy years. Yes. Yes. They, um, you know, somebody told me that in Brazil... Yeah, plastic surgery is not ju- it's not judged like it is here. Like it's, no, teenagers get it there. It's it's like it's expected. Right. Like it is a, you know you, plastic surgery that's expected. If your butt is not big enough, you no, fix it. You get you get it fixed. That's popular there. People die during butt surgery over in Brazil. Yeah, because you got to get that Brazil butt. And they get shot during a robbery in the office. Yeah, I know the machine that you got to get on to lift that booty in the gym. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a machine. Which one? It's the one where you get on it and the and the two steps are right next to each other and you just kick out a little bit, like your feet kick out a little bit. Oh, so it's not a stair stepper. No, it's sort of, but you're really just you're like, isolating. You're like duck footing it? Yeah, you're duck footing it and you're just kind of kicking it back out. You're just going boom, boom, and it just isolates the tukus. Huh. Yeah. So can you walk like that? No. But so t- who walked like that? But if you talk to somebody that uh, somebody that used to have a great ass, and then now it's kind of drooping. Oh, that's your machine right there, Chief. The poop droop. Yeah, it's mostly. It's never. There's never a guy on it. True. It's always women. Well, now in the gym, do people know that that's the butt machine? Yes. It, so well, that if you're a guy on there, they're like, "What are you worried about your butt for?" You I would never have a butt. Get, I would never get on it because it so is, there's a stigma. Yes. Okay. I would think so. I would never get on it for that reason. Like, I, in, I'm glad you brought that up because I, I thought that the other day. Right. I'm not getting on that because somebody asked me and I said, "No, that's the butt machine. You want to get, your, you want to lift your butt? That's the machine. That's the machine. Get on." So what you can do is you're sitting there doing curls, shirtless, looking at yourself in the mirror. Go, I'm not getting on that because that's a sign of vanity. 
They so I'm not I'm work. not getting on that machine. No, no. Hey, by the way, they don't let us go shirtless. Or they w- do in the in the or, sauna, or I would. I know. Um, but no, yes, yes. I would never get on there because it is it, that's kind of a girl machine. Gotcha. There's no reason for a guy to be on that because guys don't care what their ass. Looks what if like. he has moobs and a saggy butt? Uh. Yeah, I mean, sure. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. But no. I go out to the gym or the, the the basketball gym. They have a carpet laid out that's the length of the of the of the basketball court and they have a sled that you grab like uh, and you push it like all in the, football. Yeah, you push the sled all the way to the end, turn around and you push it back and your legs and your ass are on fire. Gotcha. And not a donkey, because that's what I'm, I'm saying. The Bible thinks ass right. is a donkey. I wonder why you but, go to the gym all the time, because your biscuits are burning. <laughs> I hit that sled every single day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Every damn day. Hey! And then I'll see somebody go, that sled's waiting on you. Go get it. All right. All right. There's routines. That's true. Lots of pasta. Lots of pasta at Louisville.com. That's one of our routines. At least once a week we have the pizza which is incredible. They're in the frozen food section, and they have so many different ones. We just get a cheese pizza and trick it up with some fresh jalapenos. I love the Italian sausage. It's that slightly spicy, all ground up in the sauce, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of their high quality, lots of pasta, homemade marinara, and the cheese. The ingredients make the difference, and lots of pasta has the best. You know what I'm out of? What? My damn lots of pasta pasta. Oh. I've got, I, I made the last batch last night, mm. so I'm not going to get off the air in time enough to get over there, so I've got to wait all the way till tomorrow. I'm bummed. Why can't you get over there? Because the show goes until oh, that's right. They we, close at five now. That's right. So because the COVID hours, yeah, they're closed on Sunday now, ten to five. They're still baking the bread and the pasta. A lot of dry pasta from around the world. Some they make right there. Then there's the ones in the freezer, yeah. which are infused with flavor, like the oh. herb garlic fettuccine. These are so many options for lots of pasta. Go check them out. They have a humongous ch- uh, kitchen in the back where they prepare a lot of this stuff. They can their own marinara, all that stuff. So check it out. Go buy the lots of pasta in the heart of St. Matthews on Lexington Road about a block up from the old Vogue Theater. They ask you to wear a mask if you can, and then there are curbside delivery options, 896-6361. They have all of the full-sized entrees. They scaled back some of their other stuff, but... Just go see Quentin and I, Carly, and John over there at Lots of Pasta. Back after this on 790. KRD. You remember when you were a teenager and your grandma would tell you, if you got a little acne, you got a pimple or something, your grandma would say, hey, stay away from five fried foods and sweets, chocolate. Don't eat chocolate in the... Right, that was the thing. And the fried foods. Another reason not to wear masks. And later the mask in life, and the la- and the later in life, you went, man, that's no way that was part of it. Well, guess what? Granny was right. Granny was. A study that included twenty four thousand French people confirmed what your <laughs> grandma told you. Getting acne is makes it worse when you're eating and consuming fried foods and sugary drinks. Well, I'll notice if I eat fried foods, I'll get a little greasy. Yes. It's like, it's like your pores yes. start to ooze out yes. the deliciousness. Dr. Rajani uh, Caddy, dermatologist who, apolo- uh, who specializes in the link between diet and your skin health, say fried foods and sugary drinks, you will have w- worse skin, especially mm-hmm. acne. So Part of, part of it is, is hereditary, but you can also help yourself. 
And uh, how are we doing with COVID-19 as a country? Uh, the European Union, which is 27 countries. Right. 27 countries. With open borders, really, between uh, so everybody. You 20, well, not to you us. Want. Not right. to us. So 27 countries. In the, how are we doing with COVID? Well, uh, the European Union said, yeah, if you're... Coming from America, we don't really. We're not going to invite any Americans over to the right. European Union. Before it was, you from Italy? You know, not right now. Right, right. Can't you sit back right. there for a little while? And uh, Great Britain now, we'll hang out for a little while right, here by right, ourselves. Right. Now the script has been flipped. Flipped, uh, and not just North America. It's the the Americas. Okay, so not just USA, but Americas because uh central american is doing worse than we are actually and and it's just it's not it's not good and as it's we're spiking good. we're trying to get sports started again and that's going to be difficult the nuggets shut down their yeah. practice facility on saturday another player tested positive a lot of players aren't going to orlando um we'll see i i try to stay optimistic about it but till i see it i'm not going to get excited about it we are the afternoon underdogs he's dave jennings i'm tony vanetti papa johns.com uh, picks you, for six get picks a for six and if you order a second item, like a one-topping medium pizza or some chicken wings, maybe some chicken poppers Just or Just $6. $6 each. Are you kidding me? Five items cost how much? Six. Five items cost how much? Uh, f- five items cost, oh, uh, 30 bucks. Yes, bingo. Yes. Okay, I thought you were asking the price. It's $6. You said pick six for six. Seven items cost you what? $48. No. No. Not quite. Sixty-two dollars. Not quite. All right. Go Someone, to Papa John's. Someone's getting a good tip from Vanetti tonight, <laughs> dude. I'm a tipper. Uh, Billy Prickett, uh, thanks for uh, thank you, sir. Doing your thing, and we we'll got be a back. Few minutes to, to go. Yeah, here. we do. Just sit tight, man. Oh, Dwight's back. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah, all right. Sit tight. We are the Afternoon Underdogs on seven ninety KRD. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 